Firstly, I want to speak about, a lot of people are asking, especially when it's Ramadan, they're asking about zakat. Now, in terms of zakat, one of the issues that a lot of people ask about is zakat on pensions. Uh, there's, people have pensions from their work. So they ask about zakat on pensions. And the reason why there's a confusion about whether you should pay for zakat on pensions or not is because your pension money is locked up until you're 59, 60, 62, whatever the age is. So you can't take it until then. You could in many cases, but they discourage it, so they charge you a huge penalty. So then you, there's no point taking it. So what we have to understand is a pension. To understand this masala, what you have to understand is that what is a pension? A pension is not some kind of magic case or collection of money. It is money that has, it is a collection of money, right? A sum of money that has been put in a type of investment. A pension is just an investment. It could be multiple types of investments. You have to check your own pension as to what the investment is in. Is it in government bonds? Is it in stocks and shares? Is it in real estate? Is it just in a high yield account? What is it? Some things of these are haram, other things are halal. So number one, you have to check whether your, in, your pension is in a halal investment or a haram investment. That would depend on the type of investment. Okay, that's clear so far. Pensions are not all one. They're based on investments and investments are halal or haram. Now, even if it's a haram investment, you want to switch it to a halal investment. Usually, if your company is providing you uh, the option, your company pension will not be administrated by them. Usually, they have a third party, separate pension company uh, organization that will administer your employer's uh, uh, pensions. They give you access, you can log in, you can check. Don't leave the money where they've put it. You need to make sure that out of the different options they have, you choose the halal option and you say, put my money into that option. If you haven't, then the money that has been taken from you to put in and whatever money your company put in, because what happens sometimes is your company will say, you put in money from your salary and we're going to double that money. So that's extra money they're going to give you beyond your salary. That money is halal for you. That's not haram, right? That money should be halal. However, if it's haram investment, then any proceeds and, in, and profits on that would be haram. So you don't take those, you can take your capital. And that's how much you have to pay zakat on as well. Right? So you only pay zakat on the halal element of it. The rest has to be given, in the path of, uh, given back. But you can't give it back, then you give it to the poor with no intention of reward. So if you manage to get it into a halal uh, investment, then your pension will be halal and all the money in there, whatever it is, it got 10% increase, 20% increase, whatever it is, all of that is yours and all of it is zakatable. The capital of your money was zakatable, so your profit is zakatable. If it's halal, it's zakatable. You don't have to give it away. It's, it's halal. Now, the fact is that you can't take it right now because you can't pull it out. It's locked up, right? So you're not obliged to pay zakat on it straight away but you are obliged to pay zakat for each year eventually. So what you should do is you should, every time your zakat time comes, you should check your investment, your uh, pension, how much is it worth, and note down the percentage of the zakat. I have other uh, clips 
that you can understand how to calculate zakat on stock and other things, which I'm not going to talk about right now because we'll get confusing, right? Uh, exactly how to calculate zakat, that's a different issue. But you calculate your zakat and then you note it down. If you've got money, you can pay. And if you don't, you can wait until you're, you get all of the money, then you can pay for all the years. Why should you pay money even though it's locked up? Why should you pay zakat eventually? It's because it's your money. It's working for you every year. It's working for you. It is invested it's hopefully going to increase. So it's your money, right? Of course, if you're going to pull this out right now prematurely and pay 40%, 50% uh, fee, then you'll only pay on what you actually receive. That's if you're going to do that. But most people do not do that. They just leave it in there and they benefit from it afterwards. So that's how you pay. These, this investment, uh, this pension I'm speaking about is what you call, this investment I'm speaking about is what you call, it's the standard normal investment if you're not in a government job. Normal jobs. It's called a defined contribution scheme. It's called a defined contribution scheme. You can find out from your investment, from your pension. If, you're, if you work for TFL, or you work for NHS, or you work for the schooling, uh, education, government, or, uh, government, uh, government organizations, they have a different type of, of pension. That one they call a defined benefit one. What does that mean? They'll take your money, you give a percent, you allow them to withhold. What they're doing is they're withholding a percentage of your salary. And they're gonna promise you that after you retire, for the rest of your life, we're gonna give you this amount. How much? Based on the number of years you worked and something else, some other factors. That's how much then until you die, we're gonna look after you and we're going to give you what they call a deferred salary. So your salary will continue after you, even leave the job, and when you retire, based on how much you put in, and how many years you've been with them, and so on and so forth. How, what do they do with that money? We don't know. We're not responsible. For that one, we're not responsible to check whether it's halal or haram, because we can't do that. They don't give us access. They're just withholding salary. It's like if you work for me, right? If you work for me, and I don't pay you this month. You've done the work, but I don't have money, I don't pay you this work, I'll give you next month, and your zakat is due this month. You don't have to pay zakat on this amount, because any work you've done, until you don't receive the money, that's not zakatable. That's not zakatable, okay? In even normal situation. So in a defined benefit scheme, they're withholding your salary, a portion of your salary, and they're saying, we're gonna give it to you later according to this, uh, according to this uh, particular formula. So that's why you don't have to pay zakat on that for any of the years until you actually receive the money after you retire. Then if it calculates to be zakatable at that time, you'll pay zakat. Otherwise, you don't have to worry about any of the years. Those types of pensions are very difficult to come by now. Most companies don't do them because they're too expensive for them. Only government uh, organizations provide that kind of a, a pension. It's a very good pension because uh, you keep some of your money and they add a lot of money on top for you as well. And then you get the money uh, then. It doesn't matter what they're investing in. As you said, we don't even know what they're investing in. So hopefully that's clear, inshallah, about uh, defined contribution schemes, which are most companies, and defined benefit schemes, which are usually government companies. And that's how you pay zakat on them. So on defined contribution, you pay every year. 
and you're responsible for where it's invested and defined benefit, you just have to wait until you get your salary and then uh, at the end after you retire, your leftover salary, your retirement salary, and then you pay zakat as and if that is due at that time, not for all of the years. So inshallah that's clear. So another question regarding pensions is about the state pension, which is uh, the government pension that uh, people receive after having worked in the country for an X number of years. Uh, is there zakat on that and what is the situation for that? So the way that works is that uh, every month and uh, every year that you work, the government uh, tells your employer to uh, deduct a certain payment that uh, a certain amount uh, is paid uh, into your account, which essentially is supposed to accumulate. The government does what it does and uh, we don't need to go into what the government does with that. But essentially it's something which is obligatory. It's something which uh, you don't have a choice in. Right, and it's uh, illegal to avoid that usually. So that's why it's something that is cut from your pay, and it is something that the employer contributes to, and that then all accumulates together, and eventually you get that as a sum. Right, you get that as a sum uh, when when you when you retire at your retirement age, you get the state pension. Is there zakat on that? Well, just like I mentioned the other day about the defined benefit scheme, right? This is very similar to that in the sense that because it was cut from your pay without you. Uh, without uh, you know you knowing where it's going or whatever well you know where it's going it's going to the uh, to the government but it's something which is obligatory so you have no control over that so you can just assume you never receive that so it's not yours until you actually receive it so when you receive it it will be when when you receive it at your retirement age when you receive it it will be like new income that's coming in so you don't have to worry about any zakat for all of the years until you get your retirement age so if you start working at the age of 25 or 24 or 20 or whatever it is and then eventually you get your pension at the age of 60 or 62 or whatever it is right that is not zakatable for all of those years it's just like new money that's coming in you just have to pay zakat on whatever you know you have on that year on your zakat date and you uh, you have from there so that's the way you'll do that so assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh the point of a lecture is to encourage people to act to get further an inspiration an encouragement persuasion the next step is to actually start learning seriously to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam at least at their basic level so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially for example the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials certificate which you take 20 short modules and at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.